Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Rich Eisen Show. Tiger appears at the Masters. Do you think that's possible, Scott Van Pelt? It wouldn't shock me if he tried. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's entirely possible Tiger Woods shows up at Masters next week at Augusta National and actually tries to play. And nearly losing the leg? He could play in the Masters. Today's guests, L.A. Times NFL columnist Sam Farmer, WWE superstar Becky Lynch, actor Josh Lucas, plus Permanti Brothers president Adam Galone. And now, <laughs> it's Rich Eisen. Can confirm, can confirm, it is the Rich Eisen Show, and I am your host here uh, in Los Angeles, California. We're four wide, we're all over the map today, when you got a WWE superstar, and you've got uh, actor Josh Lucas in studio, and you know, we're talking about creating our own sandwich with Permanity Brothers in hour number three, or Permanity Brothers... And then uh, joining us in hour number one uh, shortly in just 15 minutes time is our good buddy from the L.A. Times, our next door neighbor across the way. We, we brought him a cup of sugar. Um, uh, Sam Farmer will be joining us here on the program. Uh, we say hello to our NBC Sports on Peacock audience. We say hello to all of you. For those who are listening on Sirius XM Channel 85 NBC Sports Audio or the Odyssey app Coast to Coast or this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate smart enough to have us. I am wearing uh, mauve. Today uh, is a mauve day, a very mauve. And then there's mauve. And then there's mauve. Um, and there's mauve. and uh, so just just painting word pictures. Um, we say hello. Radio people need to know, Rich. Yeah, we say hello to our podcast listeners because you are just as important as the live listeners. Uh, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for anybody that might miss anything on this program. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? What's up, man? What's up? Uh, a lot. Uh, <laughs> Jay Felly, good to see you, hey. sir, in your position. I DJ Mikey D is in D's Nuts is not here. <laughs> and uh, TJ Jefferson, you're lighting a candle. You're Rich, lighting a candle. Rich, you're wearing mauve. I'm repping Becky Lynch today. Yes, the man. man you're wearing the man yeah. t-shirt. You know, so, so lots to talk about. WrestleMania is coming up this weekend right here on Peacock. Um, we're very excited about it, not just because... Uh, we're trying to make sure T.J. Jefferson gets a ticket for Saturday night in uh, in in, uh, in the Metroplex. Yeah, who's in Dallas? Okay, uh, maybe Uncle Jerry will let me uh, in the box. No, no, no. By the way, I need to know who your plus one is. You can't, you can't, you can't just uh, dilly dally around. I literally need to know. You got to lock that down. Okay. And I am using Rich Eisen show uh, airtime to to actually discuss this. Why? Why wouldn't you? Okay, it's important. So uh, yeah, we we share everything here. We share everything here. And so Becky Lynch will be on the program coming up in hour number two. Hey, everybody. Um, I, 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 you know, people keep asking me all the time, what's going on in the NFL? And I'll just give you the three words I say. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what's happened because um, I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, it's positively insane what is going on. It's the, the month began with Tom Brady retiring. March first, thirty days ago, he was retired. He was retired out of football. Middle of the middle of the month, the Ides of March, day before fourteenth of March, he unretires. He's back now. It's March thirty first, and the Buccaneers are having a press conference to announce Bruce Arians is retiring. <laughs> wow, I don't know. <laughs> Again, that's why we're going to have Sam Farmer out here. He and Peter King broke the story together. I don't know. Why would Bruce Arians step down when Tom Brady's coming back? This is the time you stick around. And, you know, why now? How does this is, you know, this is on the level of, of, of sneaking up on you like Tyreek Hill wants out. Like, why does Bruce Arians want out? 
Well, apparently he decided earlier this month he wants out. I guess now I, now we know why he wasn't in the coach's photo a couple days ago. He was one of the four who was missing. He was. I don't know. He, Good eyes. I don't know. He could have just already been in a cabana. <laughs> Knowing him, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Knowing Bruce Arians. couple fingers. I don't know. And um, so he's now a senior football consultant for the front office. Todd Bowles, longtime assistant and former Jet coach, one of the greatest humans you can ever meet. Period. End of story. Yeah. He's got a five-year contract now as the new head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you put it all together, and it all comes up with the same. I don't know what's happening anymore. And so, I already, I already know what people are saying, because one of my people are saying it. You, sir. Oh, hey. Hey, Rich. You don't buy it. I don't. It doesn't pass the smell test. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people don't buy it. Brady, all sorts of conversation in February that Brady and Arians didn't get along, and that's part of the reason why Brady said goodbye. Right? And retired without saying the word retired. And then he unretires, and now Arians retires. But long enough time in between everything, certainly with Arians coming up with the idea in early March to say he's no longer interested in playing anymore or coaching anymore, and then... Bowles not hearing about it until just this past weekend on past week on Monday that there's just enough time to cover some tracks. Okay. Here. And I guess that means you don't buy Brady's four paragraph, multi-paragraph farewell hug on Instagram to Arians, which he posted at Tom Brady, thanking him a great photograph and calling him smart, tough, and loyal. Happy to spend your much-deserved time with your loving and supporting family. Congratulations on an amazing coaching career, but more importantly, how you positively impacted me and everyone else in the game of football. I mean, this is these are three paragraphs. He he didn't pop out there about Bill Belichick when he left or anything like that. No, a couple of years ago. I mean, but I, I'm just saying it's that, that's an easy thing to just have right. I would bet that that's been probably written three weeks now, and in, he was just oh. waiting to hit send. <laughs> Or let me just give you the flip side, and we'll get Sam Farmer out here. Bruce Arians is pushing 70. We all know he was here just a couple of years ago talking about how um, he and his wife were afraid he might drop dead on the sideline. The coaching grind is significant. And he says part of his legacy, an important legacy, is that when he goes out, he gets to decide Potentially, who gets to take over for him? Who gets to succeed him? That I totally believe. You just look at Arians' career. Okay. 47 seasons of coaching experience. Okay. And in that time, the number of times when he was in charge that he did, in fact, promote some form of diversity or inclusivity is significant. Mm-hmm. Significant. He's the first coach to hire two full-time assistant head coaches who are female, which he's done with Tampa. He was the first, remember Dr. Jen Welter was the first mm-hmm. female coaching intern, which he had back in Arizona. And I understand people will push back and say, well, he's the guy that gave Antonio Brown a job. Well, there are many circumstances surrounding all of that. And... He has 11 men of color as assistant head coaches, including Byron Lefwich, his offensive coordinator, who he personally mentioned when he said he was afraid of dropping dead on the sideline, mentioned when he was sitting in that chair that Lefwich was a guy who he would be able to hand the play calling to because if he ever came back, he'd have to do that. He could not call plays anymore because he's afraid of dropping dead on the sideline. Remember that I had that conversation oh, with yeah. him? And I'm like, you oh, yeah. like literally you're talking about you're afraid of dying on the sideline? You're like, yeah. My wife and I have had that conversation. And so when he does go back to Tampa, guess who's calling the plays? Byron Lefwich. And who's a guy who was 
not thinking of coaching when Arians called him up and said, I think you can coach. You should do that. And he said, okay. And now look at him. And so he wants to, say, hand the reins to Todd Bowles now, waited till after March 1st when apparently there didn't have to be some sort of whole hoo-ha in terms of looking for a next head coach, certainly if the Rooney rule is merely satisfied uh, by Bowles, and now the rule requires another person of color to be interviewed when you're hired, but I guess not after March 1st. So he gets to decide it's Bowles. And who better, what, what better time to do it than with Brady's last year of coaching? And I'm assuming Brady had to know about this, which goes back to your point, Chris, that he wanted Arians out. Brady ordered the code red. Well, we're going to ask about all of that. But everything does seem to fall neatly into place as well. And I guess, does it even matter nope. if he wanted Arians out? Because he is back and he made his announcement in time for all of his teammates who wanted to come back in terms of free agency to come back, with the exception of, I guess, Alex Kappa. Although Ndamukong Sue did tweet out today, congratulations on Arians leaving and for a team that's uh, one big man short of shy right now, as I guess he's not signed yet. I think he was one of the last two signed last year as well. Mm-hmm. Congrats to Todd Bowles on becoming head coach of a great team that still feels one man light on talent. <laughs> tweeted out today. That's a great tweet. With the googly eyes that Kyle Brandt loves so much. So, um, the the um, narrative, in my mind, fits. I know for you, it still doesn't, and for a lot of people out there. But I guess when it all comes down to it, it doesn't matter, okay? Uh, because Leftwich is still the guy calling plays, mm-hmm. and Bowles is still a guy who um, is a leader of men and terrific. And I think... You know, obviously. And the Bucks are going to be one of the Super Bowl favorites. Like, and that's the I only know. thing that matters. Exactly. Yeah. And congratulations to Todd Bowles, who spent all those years with the Jets, getting his ass kicked by Brady. And now he gets to actually coach Tom Brady. <laughs> Which is, again, Arians' gift, <laughs> gift going out the door. Being the guy who can do this for Todd Bowles and pulling the trigger. Which is part of Arians' legacy on top of being a damn good, successful grinder of a coach. 47 seasons of coaching experience. 47. Okay? He started coaching with Bear Bryant back in the day. He went to Temple. We all know. We all know this is his third retirement, right? Mm -hmm. One's from Arizona, now one from Tampa, and one uh, from, in quotes, Pittsburgh. Remember that? <laughs> yes. When they said he was retired, and they he told said, the, they said he, he was told it, he told us on our podcast version of the show, from which this show was born out of. So this is like ten years ago. He said he was driving home, right, driving south with his wife, and the phone rang while they're in the car, and it was Chuck Pagano from the Colts, and his his he said his wife cursed. Because they thought it was, she thought this would be it, and the coaching career would be over. And she just knew. I think the story was, "You're going to take this job, aren't you?" <laughs> he knew. <laughs> well, certainly, if it's like, "Hey, how'd you like to coach Andrew Luck?" Yeah. He coached Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, because he's with the Colts. Uh, previously, Big Ben from his Steelers days, Brady, Carson Palmer. How about this fact? He's one of only six coaches to win multiple Coach of the Year awards. Multiple. Okay. His first being, by the way, an interim. He won Coach of the Year when he was the interim when Chuck Pagano had to step aside due to his health concerns. So he's the only one on the list to have that part of the equation. But the only coach in the history of the NFL to win Coach of the Year twice and win a Super Bowl. The other five are named Belichick, Parcells, Gibbs, Ditka, and Don Shula. It goes Parcells, Belichick, Gibbs, Ditka, Shula, Arians. Way to go, B.A. And we're going to miss him. Oh, my God, are we going to miss him in the press conferences because everything that he is with the media, (laughs) Todd Bowles is most certainly not. And, 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 And just... 
Arians just this past, you know, week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. It feels like three years ago because March is everything all jammed into one month in the NFL 2022 at the Combine. Remember that? When people are like, yeah, Brady, the rumor at the Combine was Brady was thinking of coming back, but not for the Bucks because who the hell is Bruce Arians? And and there's apparently, you know, some friction Frickly. there. And Frickly. he denied that vehemently. And then in terms of the idea, if he wants to come back and play for the 49ers, he's like, yeah, that basically that, that would cost multiple first-round picks. Like and it's not happening anyway. And, he, and, and everyone's like, well, it's not your decision. And maybe kind of it was because in his mind, he was heading to the front office where he currently is. And will be. And as he texted his players last night in a in a text that I saw, because that, that got out on, on Twitter as well with my buddy Mike Garofolo, first to, uh, on the timeline with, with that one yesterday from the NFL media group, saying that he'll still be around, cussing the players out when <laughs> they screw up. That's what he texted the guys. I'll still be around. I'll be in the front office. I'll be around ready to cuss you out when you screw up. What are you smoking, bro? Give me something. That's it. That's my guy. Yeah, Tom Brady had enough of those, and he got. Well, that's out. your that's your narrative, and yeah. that's a lot of people's narratives, and I need to have that uh, either refuted, confirmed, pushed back, and it's somebody who would know about it because um, he helped break the story or was part of the pe- the tandem to break the story. I shouldn't say help. He and Peter King together broke the story. How about that? Two Hall of Famers what breaking it. the story about a guy who could what be in the Hall of Fame one day, Bruce Arians. Sam Farmer of the Los Angeles Times. And um, that's how we're going to take a break. Your phone calls at 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. When we come back in studio from across the way, Sam Farmer from the Los Angeles Times right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Good times, man. Yeah. Sam Farmer here on the Rich Eisen Show. Our terrestrial radio audience, we say hello to you. Once again, hour number one of the three hours of the Rich Eisen Show. Josh Lucas will be joining us, the actor in person. Becky Lynch in hour number two, a WWE Raw Women's Champion. And then in, uh, we'll have a lot of fun with the phone calls, 844-204-RICH. But joining me here again, Sam Farmer, the Los Angeles Times on the program. You and Peter King with quite the scoop. I mean, I, I, it hit my timeline yesterday. I'm like, this month is off. The yeah. hook. Crazy. Absolutely. And I want to talk about that a little bit more with you once we kind of get through everything here. So when when did it come on your and Peter radar screen that Bruce Arians was going to retire from the NFL? When did that happen? Well, we uh, had talked to Bruce, um, you know, this is obviously post um, Tom coming back and, and uh, um, we had a, 
a talk with Bruce over the weekend um, when I was at the meetings. I had arrived at the meetings. Um, actually, I had dinner with Bruce on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. uh, Peter uh, couldn't make the meetings. Uh, family situation mm -hmm. wasn't able to make the meetings. So um, we had known about it a few days. And highly unusual to be um, behind the scenes. I won't say we were working in tandem, but we... Um, we both understood the timing of this. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you might do that with a, a colleague at your own place, but a guy from a different media outlet, Peter and I have known each other for 25 years, but uh, still unusual and, uh, you know, just very thorough, uh, great integrity. We interviewed Bruce together. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it turned out to be a good experience. So, okay, when I guess then I should have instead of flipping it, I should, let's flip it onto the actual subject of the uh, when. When did this this timeline? Because the time the timeline of Arian's decision is part of a huge conspiracy theory. Yeah, that as you know was born in February by Brady's initial decision to retire, and the idea was. Arians and he were not getting along. So let's place that aside for the moment and just get directly into the timeline as best you can tell of when Arians decided and how the announcement came about to retire. Uh, Sam. Yeah. So the days do run together. Uh, I was talking in the green room to somebody and uh, I mm -hmm. thought it was the weekend right now. Mm -hmm. So my, <laughs> forgive me if my days run together, but no it was uh, almost a week probably a week ago maybe mm -hmm. that uh that I knew this was going to be coming down the pike mm -hmm. and uh um you know Peter and I were careful not to work too much in tandem we are co uh, competitors yes. but we had a timeout um uh an interview with Bruce and so that was I think on Saturday right uh um, but I'm talking about Arians' decision when Oh did, Arians' decision well yeah, I mean if you if you listen to Bruce uh, Bruce talks about wanting to retire after last season and really flirting with the idea of retiring after winning the Super Bowl and going out on top. And then Jake, his son, really convinced him to come back okay. and make another run at it. And so he did. And um, I think that Bruce was considering retiring uh, right after the season, uh, certainly after the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. watching the Super Bowl. And... Um, you know, he, uh, so Tom retired, mm -hmm. um, when Tom came back, Bruce, to hear Bruce tell it, that set, set up Todd Bowles with a team, um, that was a competitor, you know, the Super Bowl competitive team. And so Bruce felt like good about handing it off, but I think Bruce was going regardless. So, but why, then why wait till... March, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? If he's going to yeah, go, so when the window does close, yes. the interview window closes, mm -hmm. he's able to directly hand the team to Todd Bowles, as opposed to going through the whole interview process. And it locks in all the assistant coaches. Um, Interesting. It's, it's, you know, he felt bad about the way he retired in Arizona uh, because he wanted James Betcher to be the coach. Steve Wilkes got the job. Cardinals went three and thirteen, and Wilkes lasted one season. But that whole staff got blown out, and so he said by waiting, um, he was able to. You know, the window closed. I don't know if uh, if this was his plan or this was just a happy accident mm -hmm. that um, uh, Todd Bowles could get the job. They wouldn't have to go through the whole process, the interview process, and those guys would be locked in. Those assistants would be locked in, but it is a mystery. It's you know people are going to put two and two together. They're going to speculate about that, and um, you know I don't think Tom's ever going to come out and say that 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 uh, this was a quid pro quo or I'll come back if Bruce isn't there and Bruce certainly isn't saying that. So I think uh, there's going to be that speculation. Well, it's the exact opposite. I mean, you look at his Twitter, I mean, he's tweeting out his Instagram and all of his yeah. posts. Brady sends like a big love letter to Bruce Arians, who I think even responded on Brady's Instagram account with his 
you know, famed thanks brother with a with his emoji of his, of his drinking glass, you know. <laughs> um, and so, you know, and, and Arians was very vehement when um, I think what it was uh, former player Rich Ornberger tweeted out that Arians and, and Brady were not at all on the same page, that Arians was, you know, kind of sticking his nose in the game plan that Brady and um, Leftwich had concocted. I mean, like that is... That is the narrative. So is there any smoke in in that? Is there any, I guess, fire behind that smoke? Not for my reporting with, mm-hmm. with Bruce. But again, uh, I wouldn't anticipate that he would. Now, I asked him about that. Uh, you know, are you leaving? Uh, is this part of Tom coming back? And, mm-hmm. uh, and what was your relationship like with Tom? And he said... Listen, I've got friction with every quarterback I've coached, whether it's Peyton, whether it's Tim Couch, whether it's Andrew Luck, you know, Bruce or Ben Roethlisberger, uh, because I cuss every one of them out. And there's going to be, and you've got two guys in, in in Brady and Bruce. You got a guy who's almost 45, a quarterback who's almost 45, a coach who's almost 70, which tells you they're both going to be set in their ways yes. and know that they have a way that they like to do things and have things done. And uh, they're both always going to be on the bubble of retirement. And uh, so, again, I think this speculation will live on forever, but I don't think either guy is going to betray that. It's going to be someone who was a third party to that, uh, witnessing that and saying that. But um, I haven't heard that compelling case yet. Because the timeline that, that you have laid out and Arians has laid out and the Bucks have laid out and your reporting with Peter King has laid out does have Brady saying farewell, right? And does have Arians around the beginning of March thinking, you know, maybe this is going to be it. Then Brady comes back and then two weeks later, Arians steps aside and Bowles is gone. That does leave enough air in there for a Brady. I'm not coming back if Arians is coming back. Yeah, and then things work in right. motion where Arians is like, you know what? This could be perfect timing. Then, like, I don't want to have what happened in Arizona to have happened here. I can make all the maneuvers and push the levers to make sure my guys are taken care of. I'm now going to go in the front office. I leave here, my head held high. He's not in a hospital because I know that's part of his concern is his health concerns. Right. And it's a win-win all around. Like, is that a possible sort of scenario? Yeah, I, mean, I don't And, think you know, that... we don't traffic in this sort of thing, right. you know, but this is the stuff that is being trafficked yes, right now. I don't now. think the timeline precludes that. Uh, my reporting uh, at this time has yes. not led me there. Yes. But... Uh, has not barred the possibility of that. I just, um, you know, don't have independent reporting that supports that this was an arrangement where, you know, Tom, I can certainly see if you want to follow the breadcrumbs there, you can see that. But, um, you know, at least as far as I know, yes. um, I can't say that, that, that I can't connect those two uh, with the direct line. Sure. And then because the timeline does also um, allow for the idea that Brady on his own decides to retire because he just doesn't know. And then he goes through his six weeks of walkabout or, you know, hanging out or what have you. Yeah. And he decides, you know what, I really want to come back. And at the same time, Arians is going through all of this stuff. And he's like, if I wait till after March, hey, you know, this can actually help out where I set everybody up. And those two actually come to what? Glazer's attention or Light's attention? And voila, you've got Brady back and Arians now gone. And they actually, Arians and Brady, genuinely like each other. And that Instagram account is all flat out like what it intends to be. Right. Right. I mean, I guess the two strange elements of this, that uh, the puzzle pieces that might not fit is... Uh, you know, Tom uh, walking away after, you know, 
being in the MVP conversation and coming <laughs> so close great. and playing so well, you know, um, belying his age as we've seen that yes. and, and picking up velocity when it came to Tampa, it really seemed like uh, he got better as opposed to some of the other quarterbacks at the end of their careers and Peyton and, and Drew Brees and losing velocity. And uh, and Bruce walking away from a team with, with Tom Brady and chance to win uh, another Super Bowl and and maybe cement his uh, Canton legacy. Um, so, um, you know, that is going to be part of the big mystery. Uh, uh, but it's going to have to be somebody who else who steps up and um, is ready to pass along that information because I haven't gotten that, mm-hmm. but I've certainly heard the, the speculation. Sam Farmer, the Los Angeles Times here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, your favorite Aryan story you can tell <laughs> is what? Uh, my favorite Aryan story I can tell is when he was a kid and his mom worked at the uh, York, a kid in York, Pennsylvania. His mom worked at the York Peppermint Patty uh, factory and would bring home the reject peppermint patties and uh, in a paper bag, in a grocery bag, and Bruce, one night, uh, was feeling a little peaked, and his mom brought home one of those uh, bags of peppermint patties, and he ate the whole bag and vomited, and now cannot stand peppermint patties. And in fact, we had uh, dinner on Saturday night, and Bruce uh, was getting a drink and made clear, no mint, no mint in the drink, please. And I said, does that stem all the way back to the peppermint patty story? I got another Bruce story. So did he say yes? That he did? Yes. So to this day. He does not, he cannot be in the same room as a peppermint patty. And, and they were, and he's from York PA. And those were once his staple, a staple to his diet. (laughs) York peppermint patties are so good. They're excellent. Yeah. (laughs) But I have wow. not e- <laughs> can confirm. Can confirm. Wow. Our excellent sources say they are in fact excellent. Um, One or two of them are good. Another not a bag, though. Right. A bag of reject. A those. bag of reject. Oh. Now wow. I, I've been to the Jelly Belly uh, factory and gotten the big bag of belly flops. They call them the the reject Jelly Bellies. So I know what eating to the point of vomiting is and how that might affect your. Tolerance for those things. But I, I will tell you the one other Bruce Arian story. Yes. He had a bowling class in college. And uh, uh, it taught him about running a bowling alley. And he was working behind setting up the pins. Uh, and if it was a uh, good-looking girl in the class or a girl he liked, mm-hmm. he would reach through with a broomstick and knock over the pins. <laughs> And if there was a guy in the class that he didn't like, he would reach back in and reset the pins after the, <laughs> after the guy's first roll. So he'd set up a seven ten split. He'd manufacture that. So um, let me just get this straight. So for a guy he didn't like, guy that doesn't like, you know, rolls the ball down the lane. It's clear that like eight pins have knocked down, right? Yeah. So he would then set up the two remaining pins much further away than they actually were exactly. when he's clearing, he, he when he's clearing making, the rest. That's he would just he, make sure that, that uh, you know, after the machine, he would sneak his hands in there and make yes. sure that um, he'd set him up with, with uh, an unfavorable setup for a second. <laughs> Even if the guy had a strike, maybe he'd set one back up in there. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guy, man. Yeah, He's one of so, my favorite people that I have kind. met. One of a kind. He's one of my favorite people that I have ever truly met in this business and lucky to say that. And his foundation is great. His friend, and, and you just, and I can't wait for the Caliendo video to come out uh, of his retirement speech or something like that. Yeah. Love the guy. I absolutely love the guy. Sam Farmer here on the Rich Eisen show uh, in the few minutes I have left with you here. So th- this month has been off the charts. How long have you been covering the NFL? For the Los Angeles uh, Times or in general? Just for everything. In general, uh, 28 years. Okay. 28 years. What is happening? Okay. What is happening? I, I, and that's, that's, I get that a lot from friends yeah. and people, tweets, whatever. Like, what is happening? And, and, and I, I know that that's a general statement. Right. But there has to be a reason, right, why yeah. we're seeing so many movable parts of what would be previously unthinkably 
movable parts mm-hmm. in the NFL this past I, month? Do you think? Well, I do look at the last two years, okay. and you look at the last two Super Bowl winners, and those are teams that, by different methods, got uh, an elite quarterback. Um, and and let's particularly look at the, what the Rams have done. They haven't had a first-round pick since Jared Goff. Um, Les Snead has dealt those picks, and, and the, uh, the notion of uh, mortgaging your future, giving away those picks, finding guys in later rounds, but getting established veterans, whether it's Matthew Stafford or Jalen Ramsey or any number. Von of, Miller, uh, middle Von, of the season, right? Von Miller and, and uh, right, they gave up a lot uh, for Von Miller. Uh, and, and that really set the table for the Broncos to do the Russell Wilson move because I think George Payton felt a lot more comfortable having that fourth-round pick, having other picks, um, giving away such a haul to Seattle uh, because of that Von Miller trade. So um, so I think the idea of, of dealing picks, uh, teams are much more willing to do that and grab established players. But I don't know if that fully explains it, but it is a copycat league, and we see um, that notion of uh, buy now, pay later uh, that we really saw with the Niners in 94 uh, and the way they were able to parlay hmm. that team early at the first year of the salary cap and Carmen Policy, what he was able to do, build that all-star team and then won the Super Bowl with that team. Um, I think people have been chasing that notion of building an all-star team and and winning with it. And the Rams proved they were able to do that. And, I, and that sort of at least set the environment, I think, for – for some of the things we're seeing now, and then on That's top of it, theory, and then on top of it too. Well, it's an excellent theory, and then it could be in convergence at the same time with a time in the NFL where players seem to have more leverage than ever before. Perfect example, perfect example is Devontae Adams. Okay, mm-hmm. where I think you know if this was five years ago, yeah, and I'm just choosing a number out of the top of my head. But Devontae Adams having a franchise tag, and we say it on the show, slapped on him because there are two ways to put a franchise tag. You either place it on somebody or slap it on somebody, depending on how it's received by the player who's being tagged. Okay, so it's slapped on him. He doesn't want it. He knows it's coming. He knows it's going to be there because it's over a year now of negotiating, apparently. It goes back to last summer, right, where he wants a contract and then there's an argument about – you know, how to look at DeAndre Hopkins's contract and real, who is the, the highest paid receiver in the NFL on an annual basis anyway, right? But that's what's going on with Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. Five years ago, the answer from the Packers might have been just too bad. Mm-hmm. Your franchise tag. We got Aaron Rodgers back in the fold. We'll figure it out with you. And while we figure it out with you, you're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't care that you used to room with Derek Carr. We don't care that you want to be a uh, Vegas Raider. You're here. Now, though, He's a Vegas Raider. They trade him. And Tyreek Hill's another example where a player might be in a spot where I want to get paid. And the answer would be, too bad. Now it's different. I think you put those two things together and you have March of 2022 off the charts. Yeah, you know? and I think, and it's been building to this. I think the player empowerment thing has been over the last five years. And we've seen guys uh, force their way out of teams. And... Um, you know, you know, Antonio Brown or, uh, you know, we've seen guys do what they want to do and get where they want to get. Including Deshaun uh, Watson getting all that guaranteed money. That's an that's insane. That, that may, out of everything that happened this month, everything that happened this month and an hour three, we're going to run through everything. And good thing we've got a 15 minute segment for it. Out of everything that happened this month, the, the, the one that might last the longest in terms of a reverberation is that deal. That he gets every dollar guaranteed. Yes. Now, is that an aberration, or you know, is the Russell Wilson deal going to be the the you know the benchmark? Is that going to be, or is there another deal that's going to come along? Well, uh, I, because I know that had a chilling effect with a lot of GMs. That wait, we're going to have to start giving hundred percent guaranteed deals to guys. And uh, I'll tell you what, I don't want to be the first GM or or owner to have to deal with that situation with my. Um, you know, dynamite face of the franchise. And that's why I have this Eric Burkhart, Kyler Murray 
stationary manifesto sitting on my desk because this kid may be the first one up that's saying every dollar, Mr. Bidwell, better be guaranteed because I don't have 22 civil cases and I don't have all that deposition video that's going to be leaking out day in and day out, maybe for months and years to come. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wouldn't want to be the first one to deal with that. Yeah. And so you're basically, uh, if you're a GM, you're, you're hitching your career to that player. And uh, when you're, you know, a hundred, hundred percent of their salary is paid or guaranteed. It's, it's a brave new world. Yeah. So I think maybe that's what it is. It's just every, there's just a few things that have happened all at once. Um, and from from as you say, Brady saying, "Let me try something completely different." And Matthew Stafford has the same idea. And Les Snead is like, "F and all them picks." And then at the same time, players are beginning to get the NBA treatment from NFL owners. And it does feel like it's been percolating over the years. And maybe this is your this is the year it came to a head. And now we're going to see the seismic shift, uh, a seismic shift in the NFL. But. Um, Player, player empowerment, and I wish I had more examples that would immediately spring to mind right now, but uh, that's been on the lips of a lot of people for a while, that that, that is changing. The players are getting um, increasing uh, their leverage, and um, it's come to a head this year. Sam Farmer, um, greatly appreciate your time. Thank Rich, you for coming in here. I know you're on a— This is awesome. We're right, awesome. across, we're right across <laughs> the uh, street. You know, yeah, from you. right across the street, although okay. I'm seldom at the office. So thank you for Come having out, me down. Anytime, Sam, you know that. And, uh, and mm-hmm. you know, you borrowed the best dad ever placard <laughs> from me. No, it's I okay. have that T-shirt, and they've retired the trophy. But um, I think it's neat that you honor me by bringing that out. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I think um, you're, you're like the Brady. You're unretiring. Um <laughs> You know, you're unretiring. It's just a crazy month. It's a crazy month. We're all coming at the title. You best not miss, as you know. Um, I don't mean to be so aggressive, certainly, since you're kind enough to be here. Anytime, man. Let's let's do this again, because, I mean, by the way, draft month starts tomorrow Ugh. in Las Vegas, Nevada. And then just one last thing before I send you uh, on your day. Gents, yes. how many times did we come on the air in January talking about the Super Bowl is here, and one of the two teams that are playing in the $5.5 billion stadium in Los Angeles, California, is making it, and they won it. You, Sam Farmer, were the only one. Every single Super Bowl that I, I, I witnessed from the start of NFL Network in Houston in calendar year 2004 between Jake DeLome's Panthers and Brady's Patriots all the way up until probably about five years ago. You were the only one to ask Roger Goodell a question about when's football coming back to Los Angeles. Only one. What was that like to you to see that thing this past year? Oh, it man. Was, uh, yeah, surreal. Surreal. Right? Every, uh, even when the stadium was being built, I thought, is this really happening? Is this, uh, because that has been the number one story in my career, the number one focus of my career, and, and uh, um you know, my capstone question when the Chargers came, uh, Rams came, the Chargers came, stadium, everything, I had to ask that last question. And that's when I asked Roger uh, in Houston. It was in Houston uh, for that Patriots Falcons game. Mm-hmm. I asked him, uh, when is LA going to stop getting teams? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to that? Oh yeah, he laughed. He laughed. I, I did bring up this this trip. I did bring up. I said, you know, the owners' meetings, which mm-hmm. uh, uh, is so inside baseball for yes. us. The owners' meetings. There's a rota that it's basically Palm Beach, Orlando, and Arizona. Arizona. Uh, so I asked Roger this time, actually, just offhandedly, yeah. we were talking, and and I said, uh, when is LA going to get an owners' meeting? So that's the new push. Very the good. Push By the happened. way, I'm all for that. Yeah. Yeah. But and there was one year it was in uh, Maui that was when uh, Tagliabue was, was retiring. That was a basically retirement gift to Tap. Seriously, you laugh you're all you want. That's amazing. The one year yeah. it was in Maui, it was in Hawaii. It's Carlton and Maui. Right. And I was wow. there and that was to say good thanks, you know, Paul bring your bring bring your family and we're going to we're going to send you into retirement wow. with an owners meeting and and that was the one where I saw Tom Coughlin in the spa. 
Oh right! Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was where I saw a lot Tom of the owners Cochran didn't like spot. that. It was just too far to. Travel. I saw. By the way, mm-hmm. I know we're, we're we're way over. So just before, I'd love talking to you. That that I, I saw Tom Coughlin in a spa. I'm getting ready for a massage. He comes in in a white terry cloth bathrobe and white terry cloth slippers, and we sit down. And it's you know you just hear the 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 water trickling on the bonsai tree that's there, and you hear them <laughs> you know the the new age music. And I'm just sitting with coach and Rich. He just sits there and he goes, what time is it? And I'm like, just look up at the wall. And I'm like, it's a quarter two. And he just says, my massage. Like, where's my, that should, it should have started five minutes ago. And he walks up to the desk and I'm like, did I just see Coughlin time applied to some poor, you know, massage therapist? It's fantastic. When I, think I, I just Zen, looked around. I'm like, I, I looked yeah. around at all the men's health magazines. And I'm like, if somebody else was only here to, to actually witness this thing. Yeah. And when I, I think mean, Zen and I think of massages. I think of Tom Coughlin. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> very, you know, at, at, at peace with himself. And thanks for coming in, Sam yep, Farmer. Thanks so much. At Rich. LA Times, Sam Farmer. At LA, LA Tim- Times Farmer. At LA Times Farmer. Follow him on yeah. Twitter. I do as well, even though I didn't know it's to handle off the top of my head. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. For anything that you miss here on the Rich Eisen Show, we've got a busy second hour coming up. Becky Lynch is joining us. You've got a one in the shoot, as always, right, to ask yes, uh, do. Yeah. a top-notch, bona fide, megawatt wrestling star. That it's she something, is something I've been wondering. Okay, yeah. very good. Um, and then Josh Lucas will be here. You know what? I have many questions for him, <laughs> um, including a uh, stupendous celebrity, true or false, okay. including the man who played Don Haskins on Glory Road. Yes, he did. Ford versus Ferrari is just a. F- that isn't. That will be one it's of those great. sports movies that doesn't get mentioned yes. as a sports movie. Yes. Because it's more than that. But what, that was a great it's movie. Such a good film. Uh, one of the actors in a Tracy Letts currently playing Jack McKinney in. Um, in, uh, oh, yeah, in winning time, right. God, I love him. By the way, he's a tremendous actor and and not potentially, but an even better writer, playwright. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I Look don't it know. up. I don't yeah, I think August Osage County was written by Tracy Letts. Yes, indeed. That's the way I roll here, talking football and Tony Awards. Um, Versatile, Rich. You are what can I tell you? Versatility. Thank you very much. Thank he's you, He's won two Tonys. He's, uh, I'm telling you, man, he's an incredible. Um, I'd love to get him on this program. I'd have a lot to talk about with him. But anyway, Josh Lucas will be joining us. Uh, and then in hour number three, we've got uh, food on the brain, as always. <laughs> um, always. We'll explain to you why we're having uh, somebody uh, 
at the top of the Primanti Brothers flowchart on this program. Can't believe it, man. What a month. And that's what we'll do in hour number three is uh, uh, we're five minutes away, by the way, not only from the start of hour two and Becky Lynch joining us, but uh, also um, the press conference in Tampa where Todd Bowles will be introduced as the new head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Bruce Aarons will be introduced as the new, I'm going to get this right, senior football consultant, the old F- SFC. And TB. Me too. That's my title too, Rich. You're a senior yeah, football senior consultant. Senior football consultant. Is that what you yeah. want to be? I think so. Okay, great. Well, I thought you were head of HR here. Like, well, I mean, I, I well, have multiple titles. You know why he's the senior football consultant around here? Because I, 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 th- I threatened to retire if he was not <laughs> yeah. if he was in his right. regular position. <laughs> and now Rich is back. And now I'm back. back. And I'm moving to a different position. And technically, <laughs> I never left. <laughs> technically, I never left. Made it to Tom. Thanks, Tiffany. <laughs> It's called Full Circle, everybody. It's called Full Circle. All right, that's the end of hour number one. Becky Lynch is on this program when we come back. But we're still here on Peacock. Let's take a phone call right here. Uh, Mitch in Tampa, right where it's all going down. What's up, Mitch? Uh Uh-oh, Mitch. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, we can, Mitch. You're off mute. Get off mute and get on the show. What's going on? (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh, so good to talk to you guys. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm in Tampa and, you know, I got so many thoughts, you know, throughout this entire offseason. But the biggest thing is, I know with you, you know, being, being a big Jets fan, you know, your experience with Todd Bowles, I think, I mean, I love Todd Bowles. I think he's going to be a great addition. Just, just tell me what you think. What do you think he's going to bring to us? Oh, you gosh. going to be adjustment? He, what do you think? He's going to bring uh, a little bit more. Um, he's going to be just as intense, but um, a little bit less so. I don't know how many people he's going to cuss out like Arians. Um, and, and, again, in the same way. <laughs> that you really couldn't evaluate uh, a lot of what was going on uh, with uh, what you can't evaluate with a quarterback if they're not surrounded with parts. I mean, um, you know, he, he, he was a guy who's like, let's go and get Sam Darnold, everybody. Let's go, let's go trade up uh, with the Colts, you know, and let's go get Sam Darnold. And it just didn't work out. And then they, they, they swap him out for Adam Gase. <laughs> What do you need to know as to whether or not he was uh, worthy uh, of of whatever evaluation with the Jets? This will be a much better evaluation, and I think um, Todd Bowles is terrific. I've met him. Yeah, I think he's going to be um, a terrific head coach of this team, and uh, I think uh, players are going to follow him big time. Oh, absolutely. One last thing. I found out like two days ago, did you know his daughter? Do you know who his daughter is married to? I do not know that. Tyron Matthew. How about what that? What do you think about that? Uh, I think there's a chance we bring him in. What do you think? Oh, it would be a good man. fit. The plot thickens. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> so Bowles is going to bring in his, his son-in-law? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying, look, I, I don't think if Tyron Matthew's back there, I don't think the Rams, uh, I don't think Cooper Cup's that wide open, but I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for the call. <laughs> Greatly appreciate it. Yeah. You want to keep those grandkids close, right? That's the way to keep somebody on the registry. <laughs> Look, you I mean, know I, you know you, I love this. Hold on stuff, a second. Rich, I know on. you love this stuff, but here's the crazy uh, come thing. Come on, Brock he was still he was still his son-in-law when he was a defensive coordinator. What now? He's the head coach. You're gonna now. Now it's more it's a different more story. Now he has input on things. personnel. Input. You got your name on the door. I don't know if I'd want any piece of that on my professional plate, despite <laughs> how great Tyron Matthew is. I don't know. <laughs> no. 